Good morning, friends. I'm Amelia Richardson-Dress. My pronouns are she, her, and hers, and I am one of the pastors here at UCC Longmont. So along with Reverend Sarah Verasco, with our music team Robert and Lauren and the choir, our nursery staff, uh, Alyssa, who you may have seen as you came in, our AV folks, and everybody who makes Sunday morning happen, I get to welcome you today. We are a community that is learning together how to walk in the way that Jesus walked. And so we come together each week to practice, to pray, to ponder, and to let uh, stories that may be old to us come to us a new way. And so it's in that spirit that we gather today. There is a coloring table in the back of the sanctuary for anybody who thinks and prays better when their hands are busy. There is a staffed nursery, and in a few minutes, any kids who would like to go to Children's Church will be invited to do that. We have Anna and Rob, our leading Children's Church, this morning. As we gather today, I invite you to take a moment just to notice what you are bringing with you into this space. Some of you may be arriving from a busy morning. Some of you may be arriving from a slower morning. Maybe you're arriving with some joy or some grief or something else I haven't named. We're just going to notice that at this time. We're not going to do anything with it. We're just going to notice it. This is a space that has held many things, and it will continue to hold many things, and it holds you and all that you are bringing. And if you are joining us online this morning or at a later point, know that that space extends to you whenever and wherever you are gathering. And so it's in that spirit that we welcome one another using the words that are printed Create a space within us this day that we may be receptive to your ways, to your ways of love, compassion, and mercy, to what you would have us learn in this time of service. We thank you for the gift of your presence. We thank you for the gift of your patience. And we thank you for the gift of your persistence. In your many names we pray. Amen. This Wednesday, we began a new season in the church calendar. The season of Lent began with Ash Wednesday. And one of the ways to think about Lent is to think of it as the path to Easter. It's not a straight path, typically. It's more like a labyrinth, I think. And it has many dimensions to it, many levels. So you can enter where you are and expect to arrive at Easter different, changed. By the love and grace of God, a new person ready to receive the great and wonderful news of resurrection and the joy of Christ risen. 
But along the way, what we might learn is not going to be easy. What might be asked of us may not be easy. We're going to be asked to learn about the wisdom in grief. The wisdom in confession. We'll have to look at betrayal. We'll have to bring our transgressions out of hiding and commit to the wisdom of a different path. A different path that asks us to re-examine and reframe what may be familiar now. Lent is a season to place our hope and our trust in the workings of God. It's not something we can do on our own. It's God who will be guiding us through the work of the Holy Spirit, through the work of messengers placed in our assembly, in our homes, on the street, in our work or our school. Helping us to learn what love is and what love is not. And God's love takes many forms including instruction and wisdom. And knowing about God is a starting point. But in Psalm 25, we hear the voice of someone who wants more, who wants to be aligned with God and to walk in God's path. We're beginning a new sermon series this Sunday entitled The Songs of Lent. And this song today is a song of longing, of getting in touch with what our deepest desires are and trusting that where our deepest desires are, God is as well. And as we listen to these verses, And perhaps as you read along, notice if there's a word or a phrase that touches something in you or that asks something of you. And we turn now to Psalm 25. We'll be reading verses 1 through 10. To you, O God, I lift up my soul. My God, in you I trust. Do not let me be disgraced. Do not let my enemies gloat over me. No one is disgraced who waits for you, but only those who are treacherous without cause. Make known to me your ways, O God. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. For you are God my Savior. For you I wait all the day long. Remember your compassion and your mercy, O God, for they are ages old. 
Remember no more the sins of my youth. Remember me according to your mercy. Because of your goodness. Good and upright is God. Therefore, he shows sinners the way. He guides the humble to justice and teaches the humble his ways. All the paths of God are steadfast love toward those who honor his covenant and decrees. May the wisdom of these words be with us. Still, still haven't found what I'm looking for. Do you know that feeling? Still haven't found what I'm looking for. Or maybe you say it this way, I still don't get it. I'm still coming back to this same place of stuck or empty or dead end. Am I ever going to feel like I have graduated from kindergarten? That's how it felt to me when I was first able to say that. Am I ever going to figure this out? And the answer was no, you're not. You need to ask for help. It's not a solitary journey, even if you walk it alone. Like the psalmist, there's got to be more to life. I want more. I've tried all these things. Still haven't found what I'm looking for. The vulnerability of that statement, of that refrain, is a really helpful starting point. Because vulnerability opens something in us, it's a receptive posture allowing space where God's mercy and love can change us. Vulnerability can feel uncomfortable. So can, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. There's an old, old, old story about a man and his family who were in a motel room. Don't be having any fancy thoughts about what this room might look like. It's simple. Two beds, a sink, a toilet, a window. That's it. He was scheduled to give a speech at a convention. This was a big event in his professional life, and 
His family came along because the room was free. And this program was extremely precise. Minute by minute, who was to speak, how long they were going to speak, what came next. You've probably seen an agenda like that, right? Moment by moment. And he was beginning to panic because he couldn't find his watch and he didn't know what time it was. For those of you who aren't sure, a watch is something you wear on your wrist and it only gives you the time of day. And he was really starting to panic. So his spouse and his kids were darting around this room, looking, searching for the watch. And suddenly the man shouted at the top of his voice, everybody freeze! And they immediately stopped. There was stillness and silence until they started to hear the ticking of the watch. And then they found it. Yesterday, at Kristen's service of memorial and celebration that many of you were at, and apologies to those who were not, but Kristen was a member of this congregation, her family, uh, very active in this church. It was a beautiful celebration. And Amelia read to us from Romans chapter 8. Nothing can separate us from God's love. And that is true to the bone. And, and it was written by a man who would know. It was written by a man named Paul who was a murderer and who persecuted people who believed in Jesus and taught the ways of Jesus. And if he can write that there's nothing that can separate us from God's love, you can believe that because it was Jesus who met him on the road and said, why are you persecuting me? And so with that assurance that there's nothing can separate us from God's love, there's another side to that. While the watch was always ticking, which maybe is a metaphor for God's love, they were darting about and couldn't hear it and couldn't find it. What Lent invites us to is the decision to intentionally spend time listening for God, looking for God, being attentive to that relationship. Because that relationship helps to develop all other relationships. Remember this verse, verse 10 in our psalm today, all the paths of God are steadfast love toward those who honor his covenant and decrees. 
Honoring covenant and decrees is a way of saying staying in relationship with God. And there are other paths that are not steadfast love. That doesn't mean God isn't a part of them. But you want them to sync up. You want them and need them to be united, not to go your own way. Nothing can separate us from God's love, but we can certainly turn it off from our own lives and impacting our own lives. Do you know that desire to think you knew what love was and to find out you didn't? For years, my prayer was, I want to love more freely and fully. Please show me the ways of love. And there was learning, and there was unlearning, and there were mistakes. But back to the image of the labyrinth, it's a contained space. God's love wraps around us. There's no dead ends in a labyrinth. There are times when you can feel farther away from the center and closer to the center, but you have to keep moving. And what's interesting and sometimes a little confusing about the labyrinth is that when you're walking in, it looks like you're going right to the center, and you're not. It takes you and moves you away. I said this up front, and I'll say it again. You know, that journey, that path, it will I'm not even going to say it might. It will include grief. It will include confession. It will include choosing a different path. It will include a change of direction. Perhaps letting go of something that you sense is a distraction. You know, you kind of know it is, but you... Mm, or worse yet, something that is harmful. Maybe it's time to ask for help. So perhaps this Lent will be a time for you to walk the labyrinth that is not snow-covered at the moment. Or maybe you'll join Reverend Amelia's Creativity as Prayer group on Wednesday evenings. Maybe you'll join Rob's Bible study on Thursday evenings. It's one of those Bible studies where you can jump in at any moment. You don't have to be here from the beginning. Maybe it's time for stillness and silence so you can hear the sound of what you're looking for.
Let us rise in spirit and sing number 165 in our sing hymnal, Teach Me. We're going to sing verses 1, 2, and 4. We are continuing in a spirit of prayer to make some time and some interior space to listen, to see if that um, ticking of that watch that is a metaphor for God's love is there for us, which we know it is, but maybe to see if we can find it in a new way this morning. So take a moment to settle in in whatever way is comfortable for you. If you are a person who likes to have both feet on the floor, if that helps you feel more grounded, this is a time to do that. If you like to sit in a different way, make your way to whatever uh, helps you feel supported. And if it feels comfortable for you to close your eyes, you can do that now, or you might find it's more comfortable to just soften your gaze a little bit. The candles, can be a nice focal point or there might just be something in front of you that you can look at and just um, let your eyes become a little less focused so that your soul can become a little bit more focused. Return to those things that we noticed when we came in this morning, whatever it was that you are bringing with you today. You might notice at this point in the service that some of those things have shifted. Maybe there's something else that you're finding within you. Now something that songs and psalms and wise words have brought to your mind. I'm going to pause here for a moment simply to notice those things. And as you've noticed them, you might be finding that some of those things feel a little more spirit-filled than others. Take a moment to ask God to help you make a way through the things that you need to let go of. And so we draw together in prayer saying, God who comes to us as spirit, teach us your way. Help us to find the center, to move forward in ways that are healthy and life-giving. 
and to know that even when we feel farther away, nothing can separate us from your love. And so in vulnerability and in trust, we keep moving forward. In the name of the one who showed us how to do this, amen. As a community who is learning to live together in God's peace, one of the ways that we get to practice that is to greet one another on Sunday mornings with a sign of that peace. And so we have some time this morning for you to greet those who are near to you, perhaps those you haven't seen a while, perhaps those you would like to meet and haven't yet had the opportunity to. Some words that you can use when you are greeting one another is to say, peace be with you. And then the other person might say, and also with you. But there are many ways to greet one another in peace. And so I leave it to you to greet each other with a sign or a symbol or words of peace. Peace be with you. Awesome.